Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. So glad that you guys are with me on this Sunday morning after the baseball team got a bit of a humbling uh, this weekend. And, you know, I, I was thinking about before I actually hit record, you know, what the implication of that word being humbled. And it, I guess it kind of like implies that the team was like cocky or as people say, you know, reading their press clippings or whatever, even though newspapers don't really exist anymore and that there's no such thing as press clippings. But still, people say that. I, I don't think that that was the issue here. I don't think they uh, needed to be humbled in terms of like character and mentality, but more so the the number three team in the country went 0-4 uh, this week. That is a humbling uh, for sure. So we're here to talk about it on this Sunday uh, tonight, your women's basketball team playing uh, for a shot at the Sweet 16, the plan is to to recap that game with you late, late, late tonight um, because it's a big deal. Uh, I mean, Koshio won the program's first NCAA tournament game in quite some time, and they did it with absolutely suffocating defense, and it's just an impressive coaching job uh, just resurrecting that program after it was completely dead. And, um, yeah, check them out late tonight. It is very late tonight, but uh, you can watch that. It's um, a big moment for that program, for sure. If they can win this game and move on to the Sweet 16, considering where they've been, it would be just remarkably impressive. Again, it's it's Stanford tonight, uh, all the way up there in uh, Palo Alto, I guess technically Stanford. It's kind of like University of Mississippi versus Oxford. You know, it's the same thing, but... Um, 8.30 Central on ESPN, Ole Miss and, uh, and Stanford tonight. So there you go. Watch that. It'll be it'll be pretty cool uh, to see that. And um program's taking a huge step in the right direction this year. Uh, making the tournament last year, winning a tournament game this year, it's, uh, it's, it's been impressive uh, to watch from a distance for sure. But we're here talking about baseball. Uh, again, I'm Michael Borky. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at... Michael Warkey, follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and wherever you get this podcast, if you're listening in browser, don't do that anymore. Pull out your phone, find your podcast app. I would recommend Spotify, but you've got one on your phone. Even if you don't have Spotify downloaded, search Rubber Report and uh, leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. So again, Ole Miss goes 0-4 this week and gets swept by Vanderbilt in Nashville over the weekend, including getting run-ruled on Thursday night. Um, yeah, brutal weekend. I mean, there's no other way to spin it. Ole Miss scored four runs and gave up 27. I mean, it, it was uh, a domination at the hands of Vanderbilt. It, here's a little bit of positive spin for you, though, uh, if you're looking for that. I don't think this team is as bad as they looked this week. I, I don't. I, especially on Thursday, I mean, four errors, which is uncharacteristic for this team, especially when they came from your middle infield. You know, I mean, Chatagnier is not going to make, although, you know, there was the, the throwing error, which was a really tough play. He was running basically directly away from first base when he fielded the ball and had to like jump and turn and throw and just missed it wide. But 
um, the the mistakes in the field turned into immediately turned into runs for Vanderbilt. I, I don't think they're as bad in terms of the, the sloppiness that they looked like at times this week. And they're better at the plate uh, than they looked over the last three days. Now, they've got to prove that. I, I can sit here and say that all day long, but if they don't actually play any better, then um, what I'm saying, I guess, is inaccurate. But I do think that they are, they're better in the field. They're a better baseball team uh, than, than the way they looked this weekend. Mike Bianco, after the game, kind of didn't kind of. He straight up said that, that they are a better baseball team than, than they looked this weekend. I think that that was absolutely not their best shot. Now, you know, you've got Florida coming to town this weekend. Florida's really stinking good. You've got to go to Texas A&M. You still got, I mean, it's not like it's going to get any easier for you after this, but getting swept at Vanderbilt in the first weekend of conference play is not like a season killer and not a team killer. And it doesn't indicate that this is a disaster and they're going to miss the postseason altogether and stuff. It, it, it's not like that. Uh, they have to play better. They, they have to be better offensively. I think they are. Uh, they have to play better defensively. I think they they can and they do when they are. But there's the one issue that is is glaring and might kind of be who they are possibly for the rest of the season, and that is pitching. Because, again, Thursday night, Jack Doherty, he's, he's got the ability. He's been great out of the pen. And, and you know, some guys are maybe are just better suited for, for bullpen work. But Doherty got – absolutely shelled on Thursday night and it's not like anybody that came in relief after was that much better um Morel was was good um he had a pretty decent little three innings but then it just kind of compounded and, and got bad there late but um there was an element at least from my vantage point of uh like a that's baseball with Ole Miss just on Thursday night where they hit the ball hard in spots, just right to people or into a shift or something like that. And um, I, I don't think their approach Friday was, or excuse me, Thursday was really that bad, especially with Holton on the mound, who's, who's just a great pitcher. And um, I, I don't think it was as bad as it looked offensively on Thursday. Now, the other two days are a different story, but um, yeah, offensively, I'm, I'm going to say this five times uh, between now and the end of this recording, that I, I don't think they're as bad as they look this week, and I think they're better than this. But the issue is offense. Uh, when your starter in game one is is giving up six runs and, and 11 hits, I was talking to a friend about this. It, it puts added pressure on your offense, and I wonder if it shifts the mentality a little bit. I, I wonder if offensively that they start to press knowing that you know, we're going to have to score a bunch of runs or else we're going to lose this game. And, and that like impacts the approach and, and makes them feel like they have to hit the six run home run as opposed to just kind of settling in and being themselves. I wonder if there there's going to be a mentality thing uh, with this offense that they're going to have to overcome because in, in game one on a Thursday night, that they're in such a deep hole going up against a, a really good pitcher with, with Vanderbilt and, you know, it's hard to settle in and, and take like a pitch by pitch approach and and relax and be comfortable and you, you start to press and when you press then the mistakes start compounding and it kind of it just completely goes out of control. So yeah, Ole Miss gets run ruled on Thursday again. I don't think offensively they were as bad as it looked on Thursday, but I mean they scored no runs and only had two hits. 
on Friday, and then they only scored two runs and had four hits on Saturday. So what the heck do I know, I guess, is uh, the point. Hunter Owen had a complete game two hitter, just walked one and struck out 11. Uh, I mean, Vanderbilt's trio of pitchers are are really, really good. Um, on the flip side, I think Sonier was okay. He, more than okay. He was good until he wasn't, which sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but he was good until he wasn't. I, I don't think right now any of Ole Miss's three pitchers can be relied on to you know, stretch deep into ball games, but both he and Rivas were were good until they quote until they weren't. Rivas was cruising really until the fourth, where a walk and a hit by pitch turned into three runs uh, after a sack fly and then a home run, and and then that. It felt like that kind of ended the game right there, if we're being honest. So so he was good, um, encouraging what he did, again, until a couple of free bases. But, you know, three runs in a game three of a series, then five complete from your starter is perfectly acceptable. Offense just didn't show up that day. But anyway, we'll continue talking about this. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you're in the market for office technology and you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, absms.com is the website. They have you covered. Again, office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security and phone systems and IT projects and everything in between. Let them know I sent you, by the way, at absms.com. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. Spanish Business Systems, absms.com. Podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. Let Priority One Bank bank you their priority with local decision-making for loans. You don't have to get on a Zoom call with somebody in Louisville, Kentucky. You talk to somebody right here uh, in your neighborhood. They also uh, have online banking wherever you get internet access, but you can do more than just check balances they have uh, transferring funds and payments and setting up alerts and more. It's a one-stop shop for your online banking at Priority One Bank. Again, let them make you their priority. So, again, Ole Miss loses. Uh, they get run ruled 12-2. to They get a complete game to hitter on Friday and then lose 7-2 to on Sunday. Again, Rivas, good. Um JT Quinn was somebody I was interested to see in relief. Figured that his role was changing a little bit because they've got to move things around um, or because they move things around um, with Jacksonville State. Bianco pitched him on Sunday of last week in in the Purdue series and then um, didn't pitch him on Tuesday or didn't start him on Tuesday and then uh, gave him a shot this weekend trying to figure out some options in the bullpen and it uh, it wasn't pretty. So um, it's a sweep. It was a dominating one. Uh, again, for the fourth or fifth or sixth time, I think offensively they're going to be better. I think defensively they can play better. But I, I'm i very concerned about pitching, and, and I'm not totally convinced that the return of Hunter Elliott's just going to solve all of these problems. I was uh, talking with a friend about this over the weekend where he was like, oh, they just got to survive until Elliott gets back. And you know, 
I understand that line of thinking because Hunter Elliott pitching at full strength, you believe you're winning the game. He's he's just that good and has the ability to be that good. But are we sure he's going to be back to 100% anyway when he comes back? And him returning doesn't change the fact that you've got very few reliable options out of the pen, and your other two weekend starters are, are not stretching deep into games and so the the biggest weakness that the glaring issue on this team is bullpen that that is the issue you you your starters aren't going deep into games but the guys that you bring in after them largely are not exactly producing uh, at all it's a young and inexperienced bullpen that they will get better with time it's a bunch of young kids that uh, haven't had a chance to prove themselves or get acclimated to this level of baseball so I'm not writing the obituary on them or anything, but Hunter Elliott only solves one part of a pretty multi-layered and complex problem with this team, and it's their bullpen. Uh, that That's a huge issue. Uh, you're, you're not going to win many series giving up 27 runs uh, in a weekend, regardless of how good your offense is. Um, I, I'm not quite sure uh, what Mike Bianco can do to remedy this in terms of like adjustments. I, I think in part... Uh, it's kind of up to the players at this point to to emerge and show that, you know, hey, I'm a reliable guy. You know what I mean? It's That it sounds kind of goofy to say. It's not up to the coach to change things. It is, but a couple of these arms have to step up and, and become more reliable or else nothing um, nothing's going to change here. It's... Um, a glaring weakness. I had somebody tell me that they think Bianco mismanaged pitchers this weekend, and I, I don't quite know what else you could have asked from him in terms of when he decided and who he decided at the time. I mean, I guess you could blame him for not having the um, the proven arms available. I mean, I guess personnel and, and lack thereof does fall on the coaching staff, but in terms of managing this team this weekend. I don't know what he could have done differently. They just got smoked, and um, nobody uh, has reliably stepped up to the point where you can count on them. So they've got a, a get-right game on Tuesday. They get to beat up on, or at least you hope, they get to beat up on Arkansas Pine Bluff before uh, Florida comes to town. And um, they can be better. They are better than what they showed, but their glaring weakness uh, did just that this weekend. It uh, it glared, no doubt. So we'll see if they can bounce back. It's just one weekend. Uh, it is baseball after all. They just need guys to step up out of the pen, or else there's a chance it could be a long season if they don't. We shall see. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.